Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hello, and thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 34 of season two um, in the Table and Well podcast. Um, Guys, as always, please feel free to download and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. And also, please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, which is Table and Well Co. We'd love to um, talk to you there. There you actually get to watch us do this. Yes. And you can see all our mannerisms and all the things that make us. And all the complexity there is in trying to film this while doing the podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Audio podcasting is 10 times easier so than much video easier. podcasting, so for much sure. Easier. Yeah. But for you, we're doing video <laughs> yeah. podcasting. Just because, for you. Just, for, just you. for you, whoever you might be. Yes. So um, <laughs> we are in the series with, um, which is um, a book written by Sky Jatani. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> we are, this is, up, this is the fourth part of this yes. podcast. So the first one that we talked about, it's kind of the overview. The second one, we talked about life under God. Mm-hmm. The third one was about life over God. Right. And if you haven't listened to those, I really encourage you to go back and listen to those. Um, it just helps frame a lot of kind of where, we, where we're going today yes. and even helps us look at like, where are we at? Right. Like, what are we, what's our posture towards God yeah. in this? Yeah. Um, and so there are, there, there are three more. But um, the last one obviously is with, and that's when we really we want to get to as well. But today we're talking about life from God and and what that looks like. Um, and so what I want to do, I just want to set up a little bit and read the um, definition of according to Sky Jatani. I said his name wrong. No, you did it. Did it? I said it right? Yeah. Good. Because I thought I messed it up. That's anyway. Um <laughs> Uh, Sky Jatani and and how he describes this posture of life from God. So um, it's he says that God exists to supply what we need or desire. Receiving God's gifts is the entirety of our relationship with Him, kind of like a genie in a bottle. Mm-hmm. To grant what we want, yeah. <clears throat> Basically, God gives, yep, and we receive. Yeah. And the fear at the core of this is not having what we think mm. God wants us to have. Yeah. So our entire posture toward God is that he is the one who who gives us all the things that we want. Yes. And we adamantly hold to this belief that God is good. Yes. He is a good God, absolutely. a good father who does give yes. his children good gifts. Absolutely. We believe that. Yep. However, all this conversation is to challenge when we take concepts like that, mm-hmm. that, that our father is a good gift giver. Yeah. And then we turn that into the basis or the mm. core yeah. of our relationship with him as if that's all he is, or yeah. that's the only thing that matters or everything that our beliefs are based on because often in any one of these postures when they are not with Mm -hmm. when there's no with involved then we begin to fall apart when 
when pain occurs. Yes, absolutely. And it's not that in any of these conversations that we should not be asking God for good gifts Mm -hmm. because he is a good gift giver. Yep. It's, it's just that it should never be within, with the absence of him. Yeah. And the withness of him of even Jesus in the garden modeled this for us. May this cup pass from me. Yeah. But nevertheless, not my will, but your Your will will be done. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if we believe that, that God is only a from God and only gives mm. us the things that we want. And that's yeah. all that matters and that they're all good. Then how do we explain Jesus going to the cross? Right. Or yeah. How do we explain when, or the answer to his prayer? Right. Right. Yeah. Or when things don't go our way. Right. This, you know, yeah. personally thinking about that way is like, how do we, where do we land? Where right. do we have to fall back on? Right. If everything we're doing in our, in our posture and our, even our mentality is, well, God, just, you give me the gifts. And even to the point where, um, sometimes when you get so far into this, we didn't talk about this before, but your, um, valuing your worth actually can be connected to yeah it can be how much you get from God. That's right. the way he shows that he loves me is right. by what he gives me. Right. Yeah. And if he's not giving me good things, then then clearly he doesn't love Love me. me. Right. And you can see how quickly we trip into all of that, how fast it all unravels. And I think the challenge continues to be like, oh, but that sounds so terrible to to say, because there's so much pain there when Mm -hmm. we've asked the Lord for things and we don't get them. Yeah. And the invitation here is to check against like, is that because that's really all I believe his job is or who he's supposed mm-hmm. to be to me, that that is the sum of who he is? Um, then the pain is 10 times more. Yeah. And what we're not trying to do is minimize the pain that's involved here. Yeah. What we're trying to do is maybe create an invitation to look at, hmm, is is part of the pain behind asking and not receiving built on the belief that I yes. believe that's that's the sum of who God is. Right. And and like we've said before, living these in these in part, like, you know, I even said it earlier, you said earlier about like living quote unquote under with those, you know, the doing the thing, mm-hmm. living um, over following the principles, mm-hmm. living from God, giving us good gifts in and of itself. Those things are beautiful. Right. And the Lord honors those things and he wants to give us good gifts. He right, is a good part father. Of that's part is, of who he yeah. is. But, you know, again, we can't emphasize enough when we start doing these things without him. Right. That's where everything starts to fall apart. Right. For us. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we wanted to build this conversation around a, a meaty quote from the book <laughs> yeah. um, with and I'm going to read it here, and and then we'll go okay. from there. All right. All right. Um, it, it starts out kind of in a weird space. As we've seen in previous chapters, so he's referring back to some of the things we've already spoken to, that over and the under. Mm-hmm. Fear is the, central to the human experience in this world, and every religious system is an attempt to deliver us from it. But consumerism and the life from God posture derived from it takes a slightly different Mm. track. Rather than removing our fears and pains, consumerism tries to distract us from them. Commodified goods and experiences are used to keep us amused. 
anesthetizing us from the unpleasant realities of our existence. Neil Postman explored this phenomenon at length in his influential book, Amusing Ourselves to Death. Amusement, he reminds us, literally means to not think. Mm. In other words, to be distracted. Wow. Filling our lives with trivial possessions and experiences is an attempt to distract us from the fears and pains of life. Let us eat, eat and drink for tomorrow we die. But mm. <laughs> distraction is not the same as deliverance. Mm. Consumerism and life from God may numb our fears and pains, but it does not remove them. And ultimately, life from God offers us no redemptive explanation for the existence of pain and suffering in the world. C.S. Lewis reminded us that God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks to us in our conscience, but shouts to us in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Wow. Mm. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so, so I think there's jolly two, good time. Oh yeah, jolly good time. <laughs> so I think there's two, two key words in here that, yeah. um, they just did it, such a great job building some muscle around in its consumerism mm-hmm. and the avoidance of pain. Yes. Two key ideas. Two key ideas. Big ideas. And as he was talking about a lot of what we we do, inside of religion or religious constructs, belief mm-hmm. systems is, is avoid pain. That's our attempt is to avoid pain. Yeah. None of us want to be in pain. Right. That is reality. We want this world to be heaven and it's not, <laughs> it's not, we live in a broken fallen world yeah. full of humanity, full of the brokenness of humanity. Mm-hmm. God is good. Yes. And this world is broke. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so true. And so, the tension that we live yeah. in that we're trying to um, mitigate is that, yeah. is that. Yeah. So this from God stance says, well, God's good and he gives me good gifts. So life is good. And my life is always good. Right. And that's it. And that's it. That's that yeah. done. Right. Yep. And anytime I experience pain, then something isn't like, then Something isn't right. Something right. isn't happening right. Either God's not showing up like he should or or I'm not in the right circumstance because I should only be in a good yeah. situation. Or that idea of, um, you know, or yeah, God's not happy with me. Right. And I've got to do something that goes. That goes back. Yeah. Goes to back the or, other to our, or, or maybe postures, forward, yeah. depending on right. where you lean. But where you 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 um, you back yourself out of. Well, you you're, you were never there. The with God piece, right? Because you don't have a place to go, right? There's no place. To there's go no other place to pain. go. Yeah, right. and you and you forget like why we actually need God, right? Because we think we need Him just to get, right? But yeah, that's not actually why we need Him. No, He sent Emmanuel to be with, with us. Yeah, to be with uh, out of all the things that we see through the Old Testament, all the attempts to make right the mm-hmm. fallenness of humanity the only thing that has brought redemptive power is the withness of god yeah and yet we still go back and try to use all these other substitutes to mm-hmm. create the same redemptive power and it doesn't work. work yeah um there will be pain in this world and i think that c.s lewis's quote is just like oof yeah um 
some people would say, well, if God shouts to us in our pains, the other flip side of that is, well, then he causes them mm. and he creates pain for us um, to teach us things. And there's other, uh, yeah, other postures other, like that yeah. too, right? And that's not what we're saying here. No. What we're saying here is that pain is actually a huge gift to us. And we've it talked is. about this in previous podcasts of shame is actually a gift to us. Yeah. It, healthy shame. Healthy shame, yes. Because the pain. feeling of, yes. Right. Because pain is what causes us to change it's actually the gift inside of our bodies that says "Mm, don't do that again yeah it's or something's not right here yeah right like that's the other option discussed is how we describe that but yeah but this like hey pay attention pay Mm -hmm. attention something may need to be shifted here something's not giving you life Mm -hmm. and so it's causing you pain and it's causing you pain so what needs to change whether that's like a let's, toddler putting yeah, their hand on the I was going to say, stove. let's break yeah. it all the way down. Like, for let's not, yeah, let's simple stuff. Let's not yeah. even get into all the life things that we have that we deal with as adults right. right now. But like you're just saying, simply like when a toddler puts his hand on a stove, right? That's not on. There's pain there. That's not on. That is on. <laughs> that is on. Yeah. Yes. There's pain because you get burnt, you right? Get burnt. The fact that we have nerve receptors in our hands allows us to learn what's damaging to us. Yes. He, the Lord could have created us without nerve endings. Right. We would lose pleasure, though, too, in that, yes, right? Yes, we would. It's like nerves give us the ability to identify both, both pleasure mm-hmm. and pain. pain. And so, again, like you were saying earlier, the pain, anytime that there's pain, it's the really the only thing that our brain recognizes when it's time to have a, some transformative actions happen is because it, it it's registering pain. Right. It's registering like, oh, that did not feel good. Right. And so this whole life from God posture is yet one more attempt to avoid to avoid pain. Yeah. But it's being done through consumerism mm-hmm. and this thought that if I just have all my pleasures mm-hmm. surrounding me, my comfort and pleasures, and if that becomes the sum of my life, if I can fill all my time and space with that. Yeah. All the things I like and enjoy. Mm -hmm. And if I build my idea of God around him meeting all the things I like and enjoy, then then I am I am living in the fullness of God, you know, because he's given me because he's showing me his love and I'm his favorite because he's given me all the things that that I desire. Right. And we see the prosperity gospel kind of be the pendulum swing of this, the, the wide side of of life is only ever blessed every day should only ever be right. blessed because you're a child of God. Right. And, and what we're not and saying every day is blessed. Yeah. And every day is blessed. Right. It doesn't but mean it, every day comes with right. Maybe absent of pain. Right. Yes. And what we're not saying is the pendulum swing of the other side of some postures where it's like, well, every day should be filled with suffering and pain and poverty, because if they're not, then you're not really sacrificing and laying your life down yeah. for the Lord. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And blah, blah, blah. It's so funny how us as humans, like those two statements, saying those out loud, we're like, oh, we really do do this. I know. What we're encouraging here in this whole conversation, I think what Sky was encouraging as well is like, hey, there's actually this middle road Mm -hmm. of life will have pleasure. Yes. And blessing and abundance. Mm -hmm. And there will be times of lack and suffering and hardship and pain. Yeah. Because we live in a broken world, there is, there is both heaven breaks through goodness Mm -hmm. exists. Um, and pain exists and suffering exists both at the same time in this space. 
And what we're trying to communicate here is that the only way we can make it (laughs) in that abundant life that we're longing for is not through more stuff, not through all of our desires being met, but in being with With, him. In the withness of being with God. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just, it's so interesting because, you know, we were talking a little before we were doing this and it's like, there's people out there that I think that kind of will hear that and they'll go, oh yeah, I don't do that. Like I'm, yeah, that's not where I sit. Like I don't, I I know that like, that's not, I know God's not gene in the bottle, you know, mm-hmm. I'm with him in that and I do that. And I think that's great. But I think one thing that we tend to do more often than not, and that I don't think we know we're actually doing is that we can approach the church, the mm-hmm. institution of church yeah. living from <laughs> church oof yes as a consumer as a consumer right yeah yeah and and this is so interesting we started chatting about this and we're like oh wow this is this has really become the posture that we have toward the church as much as it is god and part of that is because we make the church god and god the church yeah we won't have a fullness of conversation in that that. today but but (laughs) but but yeah but i think like you said this is this is where we found ourselves. Yeah. And but we really believe we've come to the space of believing in church culture that it's the church exists to meet our needs, mm-hmm. to fulfill our desires. Yeah. We go to churches because <laughs> we like the worship and the worship is the style we like. We have a children's church that we like. They yeah. preach the time that we want. They preach on subjects that are fulfilling to us. Yes. Um, and part of that is, I mean, we we're willing to stay curious and ask the question of of have we turned the entire church system into just a consumerism based idea anyway like yeah. where where is where is the fullness of that what does the fullness of church look like and we're not going to go into that today but even yeah. just in this like wow we really have kind of built it into this consumer driven yeah. piece both because we like where we started off where we said God gives, we receive. Yeah. It's like the church gives and we receive. And we receive. Yeah. We go we go to church because like you said, I like the worship. It's giving worship as a great children's ministry. So I'm gonna put my kids in children's ministry in the kids' church and I'm gonna sit and receive mm-hmm. and my kids are gonna receive from the mm-hmm. church. And the teacher I have is great and my kids are learning so much. Mm-hmm. But the moment mm-hmm. that it gets a little uncomfortable or mm-hmm. something ha- there's pain, there's pain, right? Whether the worship leader leaves or you get a new, whatever, or this happens or it begins to cost you something. Or it co- that's what I was going to say. That was the right. next one. Yeah. <laughs> like, or it costs you and what, something. And, and that could look like, Oh no, I have to volunteer in the nursery once a month. And I really didn't want to do that. I liked going to service four four times a month. And now I have to give up one of those. Mm-hmm. It could be that it could just be that, Oh, I have to put some skin in this game yeah. of, of what it looks like, because what church should be is how do we do life together? together? Yeah. Right. How do we serve the Lord together? How do we learn about the Lord together? How do we worship him together? Not how do I come and get what I want from you? Yeah. And, and we've talked about this time and time again, although I don't think we've ever talked about it on the podcast is the concept of one another. Have yeah. we talked about it? We, we I don't think we have not here. No, but in the Bible, there's 52 one another's and it's, there, it's one another is stated many more times than that, but there's 52 concepts that that were commanded to 
X, Y, Z, one another, love one another is the one that goes over and over and over again, serve one another, care for one another, provide for one another. And we, inside the consumer driven church, we have shifted this to where we're like, well, we tithe and we pay the pastor. And so now the pastor is Mr. One another. Yes. Right. Like, Oh, Susie's sick in the hospital. Guess who has to go to the hospital or should go to the hospital? hospital. Well, it's the pastor. The pastor should go to the hospital because Susie's sick and it's the pastor's job. Right. Um, Again, from that consumerism driven thing of, well, I don't have time. I don't have um, whatever the <laughs> right. spiritual gifts to go to the hospital and yeah, visit yeah, yeah. Susie. Um, yeah, oof. <laughs> it's, it's so it's crazy because yeah. we have we have as as people that attend mm-hmm. church. As I heard someone say um, that, that they were just a layperson. Uh huh. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not paid staff. Right. So it's like as if that's what does that mean? Right. Like, like, yeah. what, what does that even mean? Does that mean in ministry that you're just like, you're not as special as, right. Does that mean that you're like, you're not one anothering or it's not your job to one another, which that's not even language we use anywhere yeah. inside of or outside of the church. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but it's stuff we've talked yeah. about quite a bit. Um, but, what does that even mean? But how do we flip the script on consumerism and how it is so present both in the way that we relate to God and in the way that we relate to the church. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we're going to give clear answers today, but I yeah. think this is such an important well, conversation that needs to be had within our community circles, yeah. within ourselves, within our families of how often are we going with a consumer mindset mm-hmm. of I'm just going to go and receive and I don't have to give anything to this. Yeah. I, it's you know, even in my relationship with God, I'm just on the receiving end. I don't have to spend time with him. I don't have to ask him what he thinks about my life, what he might want for me. Yeah. I just, I'm just on the receiving end. Um, he yeah. just gives me blessings. Right. I ask and he gives, maybe I don't even have to ask. Right. Right. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's so interesting. It's like, what would life look like to do life with God? Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that as we, when we get into that space, but it's just that idea. And what would life look like if we, walked into our organized church, traditional church service with the idea of what does it look like for me to, to actually run this race with? Yeah. Do life with do life with these this, people, these people. Yeah. Worship God with these yeah. people, How, not, not on a consumerized yeah. standpoint. Yeah. That's a really great and important question. What would that sure. look like? Right. And what's so interesting about it. And we started this conversation in the car on Sunday, and yeah. I'm not going to go all the way there. We talk about some really interesting yeah, things in our car. Uh, <laughs> but this idea of even, like, do we tithe as if it's our payment mm, to receive, yeah. like, to justify what we expect to receive? Like, well, I tithe, and in exchange for that tithe, I expect the building to be beautiful, and I expect the carpets to be cleaned, and I expect my kids to have snacks in the nursery, and and it's like we have turned it into this weirdo consumerism driven thought process of like my skin in the game is actually a transaction mm-hmm. and it's not. And it's a transaction that was never meant to, to be, be a transaction. A transaction. Right. Like tithing was never about I give my 10 percent so that I can, can get, get back, yes. which is which is sacrilegious probably to most people <laughs> for me <laughs> to say that because it's like, well, um the verse pressed down, shaking together and running over. 
You know, like I can't tell you how many thousands of times I've heard that yeah. about, you know, you give you your give tithe and then God get. will give back. Yeah, yeah, to get. Give to get. And it comes right from this. Like yeah. life from God looks like, and it, it can kind of fall into some of the other stances yeah. too, but like this is my part and then I get back. Um, and we're doing that inside of the church in the same yeah. In the same way. same way. And it's, and it's again, like there's this, um, we equate church equals God. Mm-hmm. And so it's not a far slide. If that is our mentality with the church, mm-hmm. it, it does, it's not a far slide to where that becomes our posture with God. Right. Is well, God, um, you're you are there to bless me like we talk about this all those things it's i need this you need to give it to me mm-hmm. um i expect this and if this doesn't happen then something's wrong right and yeah. we move back into that space of with god, that that space of living from god as well because it's not that far of a slide right if that is how we approach and if that's how we approach god then it's definitely not that far of a slide to how we would approach an organized church that or church from church that we would go to. Right. And vice versa. And vice right. Versa, yep. Like if that's how we're approaching the church, then it's not a very far slide to realize that we're likely doing that with God as well. And I, and what's interesting about this is that we could say in the same conversation, well, I don't, I don't consume because I actually spend a lot of time volunteering in the church and serving the church. And I'm, and I'm passionate about the mission of our church and I'm giving hours and hours to that. And I, I may be the one who's volunteering four days a week in the nursery and mm-hmm. or four days a month in the nursery. Yeah. Um, and that leads into our that next leads. conversation, which is yep. life for God in this idea of, and it could very easily trip into life for the church, yeah. um, where it's this idea of because I'm on mission, because I am serving at a exponential capacity there's there's another um expectation at play uh in that life for god stance and so we'll talk about that in the next podcast you've been listening to the table and well podcast new episode stream every tuesday to begin your journey to relational health go to tableandwell.org forward slash irh to join our intro to relational health lab this is our free four-week mini course skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.